Welcome into our lives. And welcome to the Expanders Club podcast. We're so happy to have you. Join us as we embark on a journey of deep exploration, soul searching, and asking the hard questions. With the goal of truly understanding the most aligned, empowered, and purposeful versions of ourselves. We want to live an extraordinary life, and we're willing to dig deep to find out what it takes. Buckle up, you're about to meet a new version of yourself, an extraordinary one. So I have to tell you something weird happened to me this morning. Oh my God, I'm here for it. And only you will appreciate this as much or understand the weirdness. I couldn't finish my matcha. Like I, I only drank half of my matcha latte this morning. Wait, okay, that is messed up. You, okay, this is so funny you say that. Because I got through, I had a quarter, one third of my matcha left today as well. And I was like, this isn't doing it for me as much right now. Something's in the air or something is wrong with us. I'm not sure what. I'm trying not to overthink it. Oh my God. Is it a new era? A matcha free era? Not I don't a chance. Think so. You know, matcha has been so good to us. Our matcha lattes. Someday we'll have to share our special matcha latte recipe, but it has been so good to us. I also had some, mostly one incident. This The morning's been a bit of a roller coaster already. I've had one incident <gasps> with our lead investor pushing back on something that they just shouldn't be pushing back on. And it's stressful, but I, I don't feel stressed. And in normal, like you would be so proud of, like an evolved version of me has for sure been handling this. And I feel like no elevated heartbeat, no no real stress around it because I know where I stand and I've been really clear in communicating with them. But it is one of those things that's like, it's just fucking annoying. Like, mm. And it's like, why can't they see this the same way I see it? And it's really just like, they're just pushing back to push back, you know, one of those mm-hmm. situations. Ego. And yeah. And so I'm like, is this, Im- I'm, you know, going through my morning of like, wow, I'm really proud of myself of how this isn't fully impacting me and then I start to drink my latte and can't drink it. I was like oh my god have they taken away the joy of my latte is that <laughs> is that how this stress is going to show up <laughs> um, wow it affected you more than you know what do you think's maybe. the reason no maybe maybe not I mean it is it is stressful stuff what we're dealing with but I don't know it's just it's a broken system the founder and investor relationship it's such a broken system and um you know stepping outside the box and that doesn't really work well for the system so we'll see like i will i'm standing my ground i'll i'll i don't want to say it like i'll get my way because that sounds you know bratty and that's not what this is about um but i it will go my way in the end because i'm just not willing to back down so that we know about you <laughs> and yeah whatever on you know on to bigger and better things but hearing that you didn't finish yours like okay maybe it's something in the maybe it's something in the planets or something I felt really I got an email from someone who I was supposed to have a meeting with that they had vertigo yesterday and then I yesterday afternoon like my ears popped in this weird way and I had this not vertigo but this weird dizziness and energy just like running through my head all day and all night yesterday did you feel anything like that? No. That's so weird. I mean, is it the RSV that you had? 
well yeah i mean i am coming off of an illness so like maybe don't over you know maybe don't attribute it to the planets and maybe it's just this like lung illness i've had but i don't think so i mean it settled down you know i did some breath work and it settled down but um there is some weird stuff or some like good transitions happening planetary wise i'm not an astrologist i blame it straight on the planets my ears are hurting something shifting is vertigo it's the planets (laughs) <laughs> I mean, dude, it's been decades of to get here and like, but literally every time it is, it's the fucking full moon or it's this planetary shift. I'm like, oh. why am I off? There's no, no explicable reason for it. And then it's like, oh, I go on Instagram and, you know, one of my astrologers is like, oh, well, Uranus just shifted into <laughs> Neptune. Uh-huh. And if you're feeling X, Y, and Z, I'm like, I'm feeling it. That's it. That's what it is. Oh, so, my God. So your it's been Instagram. decades of proof, you know? Well, I mean, you're just being so heavily targeted. Like, you realize it's an algorithm. Maddie, listen, I am in control of my Instagram feed. And yeah, you are. <laughs> you're asking for it. And it's very, you yeah, want the I, I want that stuff. And, you know, I have... Eric, my astrologer, who's much more than an astrologer, but but um, he's actually going to be on the next episode and you got to meet him. Like I have him as a resource. I have all my little books that I look into um, and how much um, just imagine how much more fun I'm having with these ailments than thinking that it's the planets and like astrology stuff, which it is. But going down those rabbit <laughs> holes, you know, going down those rabbit holes versus going on WebMD and like searching to see what that says that I'm like dying of cancer or something for every little ailment that I have. So yeah, no, it's, it's good to give us hope. And we love Eric. We love Eric. I've planned we're we're catching up in a couple of weeks. <gasps> oh my I'm God, excited. I'm so, I'm so excited for that. I mean, yeah, I'm like, tell me my future. What, <laughs> what is my purpose? I'm so ready to hear it from him. I agree. It does give you this feeling of hope and you're just like, okay, everything can be explained by this. Yeah. It's fun. And it's like, it's just fun. And also like one of the things for me is like astrology makes you feel, it can make me, make you feel really powerful and it can make you feel really small and insignificant to me in a, in good ways. We're like, cool. I don't have control. It's out of my control. Like the planets are moving. Shit's happening out in the fucking universe. Cool. Great. I'm just going to live my life and like, you know, have positive thoughts and positive energy and it'll all be good. Whatever we would choose to believe in, you know, whatever guides us, makes us the best version of ourselves. That's right. That's right. That is what it is. And well, first off, I'm Brooke. And I'm Maddie. And we are the hosts of hopefully your new favorite podcast, Expanders Club. Expanders Club podcast. Just learning we to say are. it. I know. I know. It's so fun. We're so happy to have you guys. We are two soul friends. We've been friends for eight years, seen each other through many different chapters and excited about this one where we're both you know, kind of in a, in a similar place, in very different places in some ways, and in a very similar place in one way where we just got to a point where we're like, we want more out of life. And that pursuit of more and bigger and understanding is like really fun and exciting. And it is part of our life purpose. So how do we do that? And how do we share the things that we are learning, have learned, 
with other people and like get other people on this train and the answer was a podcast <laughs> start a podcast that's just the only way i mean we live in la it just makes sense this was just <laughs> the path and it feels yeah. right yeah we're having fun we've been having a lot of fun with the prep work recording episodes and now having people hear them hopefully we'll be more fun, a um, little nerve wracking, um, but we're excited and we, you know, know that this will land with the people it's meant to land with. And today we wanted to tell you, we wanted to talk to you about the name, Expanders mm. Club. What is an expander? The biggest question. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think some of you may know, some of you may hear Expanders Club and be like, yep, cool. Great. I'm in. That's a club I want to be a part of. Um, and some of you might be Googling it, which I do not recommend, um, because what comes up is like an expander for like your mouth, I guess. Maddie, didn't oh. you have one of those? No, you did. No, no, no. What was that wire you had like behind your teeth oh, to make them? Oh, no, no, no. You know, when you get your braces off and then I got a wire put on my bottom and my top teeth. It's literally glued to the back of my teeth on my top and bottom. I'm sure so many Wait, people have it. Wait, it still is? Uh-huh. I've got a wire glued to the top and the bottom of my teeth and it's holding my teeth straight. Yeah, that's an expander. It's expanding your teeth no. to a position that they An expander <laughs> is like something that like this metal thing that goes in. It's kind of like a plate or something and it's fully widening your jaw. This is just like a post-orthodontic keep your teeth straight after braces kind of thing. Okay, well, now I'm Googling it. Okay. Well, I actually do have an expander, but I wouldn't call it that. But like literally, as I was telling you yesterday, I was at the dentist who I see this dentist who's a, who's a specialist in TMJ. I have or am healing from severe TMJ. And any of you who have dealt with TMJ, it's, you know, it's so freaking miserable. It's like it's pain in your jaw, but it causes headaches, backaches, like all, all kinds of things. It's all connected. Right. So I see this specialist who is literally reshaping my jaw, which essentially will reshape my face. I mean, do I look better today? I only wore, I just wore it last night, the new position. I feel like I look like, I feel like my face looks a little bit like wider in a good way. What do you think? Whoa. Is your mouth fully widened? (laughs) Look at the size Dude. of that grin. <laughs> did not get I'm bigger. Gonna, I'm gonna. Wow, what a. That was such a compliment. <laughs> wow, I don't think it was, but um, moving on. Um, so the work that I'm doing, this has been, I, I mean, Mads, I've been seeing this dude for literally years. Uh, to be fair, I took a break during COVID, but it's been years and it's like tiny, a tiny, tiny movement of my jaw and mouth my upper and and lower jaw like every time I see him so I wear these pieces that I wear to bed you're supposed to wear them all day like I don't and I can't and I won't they're massive like you can't you can't talk in them you can't chew in them you're supposed to figure it out I've like refused and it's working fine so you wear them at night and first the first move that took like two years was just to move my whole jaw forward and so you're doing that tiny tiny increments at a time and think about how sensitive your jaw and face are like it you can only move it tiny bits Mm. but now we're at the place where we're expanding I guess we are widening my jaw 
Um, so we're widening my lower and upper jaw so that we can then move my, my top jaw forward and everything can be in its right place. Right now when I chew, like when I bite down, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this. All my teeth hit. Like I can't, I don't have an overbite, an underbite. My back teeth don't land, so I can't like chew in the back of my mouth because the teeth don't come together. Um, so yeah, so he's, you know, it's all, it's all fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so eventually, you guys, my front teeth will be forward a little bit. I'll have a little bit of an overbite. And the best thing is like, this is, this is like a beauty secret too. Like expanding my face will fill out my cheeks more. Expanding my jaw will fill out my cheeks. And then my when my jaw is in the right position, my upper lip will be in the right position and my upper lip will be fuller. And so this what my dentist who's like this 70 some year old he like he's getting he wants to retire I'm like please don't retire until you're done with me um <laughs> but he's like yeah all these women getting lip injections in their upper lip he's like if they only knew their jaws out of place and if your jaw is aligned properly your upper lip should be bigger than your lower lip what yes ac- according to this guy I mean I haven't like googled it or done any additional research but I want to check my jaw Yeah. I mean, gosh, women especially, but I think all of us, we hold so, when we hold tension, it's like jaw, neck, shoulders, right? Yeah. So much. That's what this, like, what really made my jaw bad is stress and tension and just holding it in the jaw. So probably everyone has a little bit of TMJ or could use some like tender loving care to their jaw. Um, That's no joke. But definitely if you are, so my biggest symptoms were like really bad migraines and like tension in the shoulders and neck and so if you are having that and haven't seen anyone about it like you might want to see someone who can look at your jaw a chiropractor a acupuncturist um because it could it could be an easy fix well i mean wouldn't it's not easy sorry but it has been a few years but fucking journey you know i remember back to when you used to wear i mean i remember when you were wearing a plate back in the day Literally before you would eat or every time before we're about to go in a meeting, you would take out your plate. You'd be like, excuse me a second. And you take out your plate. And I have this fucking thing with that noise. This noise of when people take their plate out. I'm like, oh, I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's, but you which, don't notice it when it's you, you know. It's like no big deal. Can I tell you a story? <laughs> oh, my God. Is it about me? <laughs> no, it's not about okay. you. This one's this okay, one's great. not about you. Which okay, plates. I have a plate like to wear at night. Apparently, I grind, and then I'm gonna get. That's I'm just gonna um get what's it called like cracks through your teeth because I grind. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, grind. That's not good. Anyway, so I wear a plate at night sometimes, but and I totally understand people have to wear it right only on the first date. But I, <laughs> you only wear it at night on the first date. That's my fucking story. Oh Did my I god! Did I do this? No, 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 oh, no. Oh my fucking god! I am literally. This is years ago, um, and I've probably gone on one date with this guy, <clears throat> and this is our second date, and he's cooking dinner for me at his place. Which, well done. Already ticking boxes. That's right. a win, fellas. I've narrowed it down to two guys now. <laughs> yeah, you know, narrowed it down uh, to two options. Yeah, wow, there weren't many guys cooking me dinner, hey? Um, so <laughs> that's not enough. And, you know, we're having a bit of fun, whatever. I'm like, I think I might be staying over. I was, the guy had been 
I was like, tick, 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 everything about him. I was like, whoa, this guy's got it going on. This is great. And then we get into bed and we're rolling over to go to sleep. And I'm like, mm, this is lovely, maybe a little snuggle. And then I hear this. Uh, oh. I'm like, did he just put in a plate? The no, first night no, we're having a sleepover and no. he puts in a plate. No. I was like, mate, no. surely you could wait till I'm not here. Like another night. It's okay to have a night off. That's amazing. And done. That's for me. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just, I couldn't even look at him. I mean, what does that even mean about a person though? Like it's, it's less about the plate than like what it means where you can't hold on. Like so how quickly strictly. is he going to get comfortable? How quickly mm-hmm. are the other weird things about him going to come out? You know, like who does he think he is? Like yeah. not trying to impress Mate. you every second he's with you. Keep it sexy. <laughs> like you have to work for it. Yeah. Uh, note, note, ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't put your mouth where in the first just time. hold off a from new partner sleeps over. your plate. What's and the date? Like, like, what's the timeline that's acceptable? I mean, this is a contentious issue in my last relationship. I was like, can you just fucking wait to pull your plate in until I get into bed? Um, I'm not going to talk about that. But I just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I'd wait months. It's got to yeah. be months. Oh, no, I agree. Like six months. No, you can put it in, but... Uh, yeah, just maybe once they're asleep or at least <laughs> after you've cuddled. Have a little cuddle and then put it in right before you're sleeping. Yeah, or like get up and go to the bathroom, put it in, and then get back in bed, you know. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a better solution. Yeah, yeah no. no, but um, noted, anyone who's trying to date Maddie in the future, <laughs> hide, no. hide your mouth where. <laughs> She's a piggy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I'm down with that one. Although I'm, you know, my sleeping habits. I mean, Maddie, you've slept next to me. Oh. Are you disgusted when you've slept next to me before? I have never seen someone have such an intense sleep routine. It is literally, this woman is gearing up to just like go to space. Like she has oh her God. eye mask on. She has her mouth tape on. She's got this freaking tape on the bottom of her feet collecting Whatever toxins she thinks coming out of her feet. Detox that's pads. That's the most Put ridiculous thing I've ever pads, heard. you guys. No, it's not. They're already, it's just activating charcoal and then it looks like all this shit's coming off your feet. You're so annoying. <laughs> and you're probably wearing your red light therapy face mask. I don't know what else. You're oh, pinned yeah. yourself down to the bed lying on your back. It literally looks like you're laying down in your coffin. I'm very particular and I have taken it to a new level and poor Dennis, my husband, like there's nothing sexy about it. And like, it's alarming and probably definitely the opposite of sexy, but you know what is sexy? Getting a good night of sleep and waking up and feeling good and being pleasant to the people you love. So I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. He wants you pleasant. But to clear the record, detox pads, for your feet are something I highly recommend everyone. And they pull toxins from your feet. First of all, a lot of toxins, you know, a lot of your feet have the ability to detox a lot of things and they pull toxins through the bottom of your feet at night. And I am a hundred percent. They work one. I wear them because I, one of the biggest reasons is my Lyme disease. I'm like constantly needing to detox stuff in order to 
keep a basic level of feeling good. But if you drink alcohol, you can, they will work too. Like I, I haven't, you know, we'll talk about this another time. I haven't drank in over a year, but the last few times I did and I had these pads, I woke up feeling much more refreshed and like brighter eyed than I would have previously from just drinking and not wearing them. So, you know, they can be a little hack for those of you who, you know, maybe don't need to detox quite as intensely as I do, but a night out, throw the foot pads on. I'll get you some ads. You can test it. No, I look, I tried, I tried a pair on night and then I woke up in the morning. I was like, oh my God, look how much gunk is on the bottom. This is so many toxins. Nah, but to be honest, I'm pretty pessimistic about it. I Googled it. I read a lot of reviews. I was like, I kind of think this is a bit of bullshit. It's not. I've also I've done a lot of research on this, and I have a year over a year of testing this in my on my own life. Look, guys, we're gonna get Maddie some detox pads. She'll report back. We'll switch her over. There's there's you have to be very specific about the brand. We'll link the brand that I use. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Like it's kind of janky. Like their website is very weird. But I'm telling you, and it's herbs in there. It's not charcoal. Whatever. We're gonna you're gonna test it, and we're gonna report <laughs> back. Okay. Oh my god. I'll stay open-minded. Okay. I Let me know if anyone that. else has got feedback on that's, this. That's not going to be the last time that you poo-poo something that I'm into. But don't forget, I have four years of life and experimentation on you. And so I'm mm. your elder. And I She makes that one better. clear. <laughs> <laughs> She's a veteran. Okay, wizard. no, no. <laughs> a veteran doesn't sound sexy. <laughs> um, all right. Um, but let's, okay, so you know what an expander is not? It is not, well, I mean, it is, but the thing that expands your mouth, but that's not what we're, we're taught. That's not what we're doing. We don't want you all to go out and get expanders unless you have TMJ and are getting migraines. And then like, yeah, hit me up in the DMs and um, I can share what I've learned with you. But what we're talking about is something much bigger, much more inspirational, much more exciting. And Mads, what is an expander to you? Oh, well, to be honest, I um I Googled it <laughs> <laughs> because I love a good Google definition. And this this one hit. So okay. this is a definition I found online. It says an expander is someone who inspires and expands your vision of what's possible for yourself. And Absolutely. That hit. I was like, yeah. this is what it's all about. Expanders Club is about surrounding yourself with other humans who inspire you to become the highest version of yourself, the best version of yourself, achieve anything and everything that you're capable of. Yes, I love that. And I would extend it too to say it's not doesn't have to just be a person. Obviously, we are on this podcast going to be interacting with people via interviews and you are all people and we want you to be a part of this club of expansive perspective um, and believing and seeing that anything is possible. But I would say it can be a person, a place or a thing that expands your view on what's possible in life. You know, we... A few years ago, I got married. You know, you were there, girl. And we were in Mexico, in Baja. 
And a lot of our, actually, I think all of our family members who were there, it was their first time in Mexico. My family specifically was their first time. Um, and my brother stayed a little bit after. My brother and his partner at the time stayed a little bit after and hung out with us. And I just remember seeing it. We had, you know, Dennis and I had been to to Baja on these places probably 10 to 15 times before this. And I remember seeing it. We took him, we went scoop or snorkeling and, you know, just showed him some of the more like touristy aspects of of we were in Cabo at this point with him. And I remember seeing it all through his eyes and him being like, he, we grew up in a tiny town, like a really small town. It's all far and all the towns around us are small. My high school had like eight different towns that went to the one school and it's like elementary, middle school and high school all in the same building. Like that's how small. And, you know, it's very blue collar and you work as a farmer, a teacher, a handy, like, you know, all, all those things. And it's not a very expansive place. I'm not going to lie. And for, to see my brother, like almost like just wide eyed and have him say out loud a few times, like, oh, wow, I could see coming here and doing like coming here and, and being a tour guide on these boats, or I could see coming here and like being a fisherman for a living or like just to see him like seeing all these different possibilities for his life. And not that he was going to like necessarily act on any of them, but just, it just opened up this view of like, oh, there's a whole different world. And like, this is freaking cool. And Mm. I think like seeing and experiencing just helps open up our dreams. And just what you said, that vision, that idea of what's possible for ourselves so much wider than we can maybe do on our own. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I do remember that. And it was, it's such a beautiful thing when you see that for someone experiencing and you just see it like that the world, this sparkle of possibility just opens up. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, wait, I can have more. And what else is possible? Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, I mean, for I am a dreamer. I'll admit it. <laughs> I dream big and maybe completely unrealistic, but I'm like, I don't care. This is going to happen. I dream of having a house on the east coast of Australia and a house in California and a house in the south of France and have wellness retreats in Costa Rica each year. And like, girl's not mo- got no fucking money to show for it, but she, she, this is the dream <laughs> and this is going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, if you want something enough, you'll make it happen. And this is kind of, I mean, I feel like LA has done this for me, especially coming here and seeing the life that people are creating for themselves out here, creating jobs out of things I never knew were possible, Yeah, creating companies, just doing these incredible things. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. The world has expanded. The world has become a much bigger place of possibilities and I'm in. I, yeah, that's a perfect explanation. And also you can dream those things, but, but seeing other people actually doing them almost like helps you believe that it's more possible, right? It almost like changes it from a dream to a goal and like takes it out of that dream world and like, no, this is a goal. Like someone else is doing this. Why can't I? This is a goal that I'm going to achieve in this lifetime. And I remember that when you came here and it was so refreshing to me because I don't, I don't remember, I guess I had already been here for like six or seven years, maybe when you got here. And I remember seeing it 
through your eyes and even us having the discussion of you were like, anything's possible here. And feeling like that was so cool. And me remembering like, oh yeah, I came from a world also where like not anything, things didn't feel possible and it felt very small and you open up to a place about LA and this may be one of the most magical things about it is you look around and it does feel like anything's possible. Literally people are doing jobs and have careers that you never thought of, never knew could exist. And they're and everyone's just in pursuit of something. It's really fun and a really incredible energy and, and a really expansive energy to be around. I know. Like, did I ever think I could be a coach, like a life optimization coach? I help people create the lifestyle that they want, the dream lifestyle, because I feel like I've created that for myself. I literally just work with clients one-on-one, getting to connect with people every day, my favorite thing to do. And be able to set my own schedule, being able to just go out and meet people, being like, how can I help? It's the dream. And also us starting a Moroccan styling company last year. I mean, yeah. Yeah. we went on one trip to, I went on a trip to Morocco, was like, I love everything. I want this for my home. I want this in my life. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to source and came back. And we start a business sourcing Moroccan rugs and poofs and everything. And it's like, oh, you can just do it if you want it, just do it. <laughs> and that has become, that's been so expansive for me. Yeah. And I think that the more you surround yourself in that energy, the more momentum there is to that. Like, that's kind of what Expanders Club is. It's like, hey, if you're into this, idea if you want to be around like-minded people if you want to learn from people who are maybe a few steps ahead of you or can bring a whole new perspective again on what's possible for life like come on in join the club that's what we're here for we're just hanging out trying to be the best versions of ourselves being curious trying to learn like trying to bring everyone up together yeah that's what i feel like i've done a very good job of in life is just surrounding myself with other incredibly inspiring people who are doing it like really living mm-hmm. life and I have wished these people into my life and they have come and it is so inspiring so if that's the, the more you want for yourself just like continue to find people who inspire you and mm-hmm. just attract yourself to those people and it is incredible what can come of that it's just like this energy And it's a two-way street. I think that once you're, if you are someone who is seeking and curious and evolving, like you are probably an expander for someone else um, and you're an expander for someone else in their life. And so it's not, you know, it's not this like clinging on to people who are more successful energy. It's just this like cyclical, like symbiotic relationship of growth, visualizing possibilities bigger better amazing peaceful lifestyle yeah people who help you believe in yourself like you know these people who I think is so incredibly inspiring and I tell them that I'm like you're amazing they're like you are and you're doing Mm -hmm. the thing and it's this beautiful reflection back and it's like oh my gosh like I'm I'm not an imposter here I'm not a phony like I'm doing the thing and this I'm meant to be here yeah you are who you hang out with and you know expanders club it's for everyone all 
all you have to do to be a part of the club is be willing, willing to ask questions, willing to think bigger, willing to daydream, willing to consider different perspectives, willing to Mm. live as big of a life as you want. What do you think have been some of the most expansive moments for you in your journey? Man, I've, I've had a lot. I'm in a stage now where I'm realizing some of the tiniest things, like every moment, every interaction can kind of be expansive, even just taking words from like a yoga class or a yoga instructor. Like there can be a word in that class that you, I've brought into my mantra that is kind of like life-changing or you know, starts, starts me down a rabbit hole. But um, number one, there's no denying having my daughter, like having Mm. a baby. And literally the second you step into the other side of that portal from like, hi, me, the Brooke I knew for, I mean, how old was I when I had her? I guess I was 36. The Brooke I knew for 36 years to mother, Brooke as a mother, like the oh, second yeah. they come out and really even before you are, you know, as you're growing them or the process, but the second they come out, it's just like, holy shit. I went through a portal. I'm in a different <laughs> world and I am a different person. And the expansion, well, like physically and, and probably, you know, astrologically, it does happen in that exact <laughs> moment. It took me, it took me at least a year to like fully recognize that I was a different person and that I couldn't operate in the same way and just the perspectives it gives you on life of like oh shit all that stuff that I thought was so important is not Mm. not important because (laughs) this this is the most important thing and all the fears I had or anything I was afraid of happening that doesn't even compare to a fear that I would have you know if my kid is safe, healthy, and happy, fucking everything else I can figure out, everything else is no big deal. Wow. Wow. That is expansive. Yeah, and it just continues to be. I mean, any parent would probably agree. It just continues to be an expansive journey, and I think it probably will be forever because they are little mirrors. They are reflections of all of the things that you want in life all of the things that you are all the things you wish you could be and it's just learning you're learning from them constantly it's like insane anyone who thinks that they're the parents role is to teach to teach the children obviously there's some things you know you teach them their ABCs and things like that but uh, our role is to learn from them and they teach us so much more than we'll ever teach them and you know what guess what they're going to figure out all the basics of how to be a human for the most part, whether you teach them or not, like we are here to learn from them, love them and keep them safe. And like, it's a wild journey, but it's so freaking cool. Oh, how special and so beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, how we spend our whole lives like kind of looking for this meaning, this purpose, this what what is going to kind of fill us up and then to think that you had a baby and so much of that was answered. Yeah. 
and unexpectedly for me, right? It wasn't like my purpose in life is to have a baby and, and that's still not, you know, my only purpose essentially, but um, it took me by surprise how incredible mm -hmm. the experience is. Um, not that I had any other expectations around it. I just didn't have any expectations around it, you know? Um, and I couldn't picture my life different than what it was pre-baby where other things were so important and so prioritized in my life. Um, so it is magic. It's a really magical journey. And I know it's not for everyone, but that's my experience with it. And it has been. And I think you can have those same moments with like that same expansion with other things in life. But that's my personal experience that has been hands down the most expansive life-changing thing. Whoa. Can't wait. <laughs> what do you have a a number one? <laughs> it's so hard because there's some bigger things that happened, like me moving cities and countries. You know, they were big mm -hmm. moves. I was consciously making a decision to step into this new world, this new life, this new version of myself and open myself up for expansion. But it's the small things along the way, right? It's the people you meet, the conversations you have, the moments you realize like, oh, there's, I could do anything. And I think I've been probably pretty rocked in the last year. Like a lot mm -hmm. of things have just changed for me. And I was probably the most for career wise, because that has been a catalyst for me to just step into my, what I'm meant to be doing and actually know what I'm capable of. I mean, heck, it was expansive when I got laid off last year. Mm. Like that at the time I was like, oh, and then it was so expensive because I was like, okay, this is it. Time for me to step yep. in and be a coach. I was like, great. It was expensive when yeah, we started at one of our businesses that was like, okay, cool. We can do this. I can do like team up and I can start a business and mm -hmm. we can make this happen. It was expensive when I got cheated on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Recently, which is not a fun thing to go through and fuck, it shakes you, it rocks you. It's like mm -hmm. time to take control of your life. It just was like made me realize that I'm the only person of making myself happy. No one else will. Yep. And that was huge for me. It was a huge catalyst to step into this next version of myself. I saw that happening in real time and it was so I don't want to say impressive because there's not was no right or wrong way for you to handle that you needed to handle it how however was best for you but you you just handled that in such an evolved way and it was incredible and I also love that you just brought up like hard moments are sometimes the most expansive ones right the hard the tough and yeah, we don't want to go through them. I don't wish difficulties. I don't wish cheating or losing your job on anyone. But 
if you can have the awareness when you're going through them that like this is a learning moment this is a lesson there are expansive things there's a reason this is happening I think one it makes it a little bit easier to go through but like it's the truth and you will be so much bigger and better on the other side and like you with your this last incident with you getting cheated on you knew that immediately it was wild you knew immediately Mm. this is a moment and I have the opportunity to really view this for what it is and face the truths of the moment and that's some that's a really hard thing to do is like okay what are the stories around this what are the truths and where where do those truths lead me and like you navigated that beautifully and that doesn't mean that wasn't hard because I know it was so hard for you and the heartache and the like wishing it would have gone differently but that was just like yeah, it was impressive to see. Mm, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> At first I was like, why is this happening to me? This is so painful and so not how I thought things were going to go. Mm-hmm. And then that's just exactly how it has to go. The moment that I realized, I was like, oh, no, this is exactly what was meant to happen. This, this was it. This was just the catalyst. And I can accept that now looking back because it's like okay wow yeah that wasn't meant to be and this was the way forward and it's only going to strengthen me it's another experience part of the all part of the human experience and one that yeah the hardest moments really allow you to show what you're capable of but just to yourself I just I journaled about it so much and what I was going through I was so present I was so in it I felt it my initial reaction was like fuck this I'm gonna go work on a regenerative farm in Guatemala I'm done I'm out <clears throat> yeah I remember that comment I was like okay don't say anything Shoo, this will pass <laughs> I was like escape escape eject get me to Australia like I'm done And then I was like, no, no, what do I really have to do? How do I get through this? And I was like, I have to just focus on me, focus on myself. What is the most important thing to me right now? And of course, number one, my health, my physical and mental health, but also being at a stage where I was building my business, I am building my business. It's like, I've got to be in this. I've got to fully, Mm -hmm. fully focus and direct this pain, this energy towards that in a positive way. And just do it. And I just stayed in LA through the whole holidays, just in it. It's like a quiet, lonely time, especially when you're missing out on Australian summer back for Christmas with all my family and everything. And I was like, I've just got to be in this. And I feel so grateful that I did because now I've stepped into 2024 so much stronger, so much more powerful. Things are all starting to come together. Business-wise, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. And you guys, this happened in November. We're not talking like six months, a year ago. Like you got the news two, two three months ago, essentially. Mm-hmm. And three months. what's it – can you just like – in case someone is in this phase of like having their heart broken or even just any tough phase, can you just tell us what it's like on the other side to give – give some hope for those who might just need that expansive moment 
yeah, when you in it, when you're in it, it sucks. It hurts, and you feel so many different types of emotion. You go through anger, you go through sadness, resentment, bargaining, all of these back and forth and back and forth. And just when you think you're coming out of it and through it, it hits you again. Mm-hmm. And the most powerful ways that I was able to get through it was, like I said, journal writing and each their own, but I found it so powerful just to get my thoughts out of my head and onto paper. It was also really great to see where I was at in the beginning, how I was processing it and feeling Mm -hmm. to how I progressed because it was a reminder that when I would read back, which I would do because I just really wanted to like feel it and be in it and remember and go back there. I was like, torture Whoa, I was, yourself. Yeah, torturous <laughs> behavior, mental case. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, I was like angry and I was sad. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay, now I can see and feel the hope in my voice and I can see it clearly. And the other biggest thing was my friends and my people around me and community. The, honestly, swim club. Like the swim crew that me and my friends do every week where I just had this consistent place once a week where we'd meet on the beach and go for an ocean swim together. Mm -hmm. And I knew I was going to see them all just lit up, happy, supportive, incredible friends who showed up and just had my back. And I had another friend who was going through a similar thing at the same time and we just had each other's back. And it was so good. I was like, it just gave me so much hope and all the love that was lost, I gained back. And so I tell you what, it just gets better. It just gets better and better and better and you get stronger and stronger. And now you can see back and see clearly and you're like, you know what, I can accept it now. Doesn't mean it's not valid and yeah, that, you know, you can can still feel anger at times. It can suck and be what you need at the same time, actually. That's a lot of life is that way, you know? Exactly. It can be both and often is. And it's how it's really how you get through it. And something you hit on, surrounding yourself with expanders, expansive people, positive people, like that's some quick medicine, right? Like no matter how you're yeah. feeling, if you have that place to go, those people to go to, something to look forward to, that energy, like that's going to take you out of it at least for a little bit and give you a little bit of hope. You know, I have this day where I get to see these people. There's hope. There's friendship. There's excitement. There's expansive moments. Like, yeah. And I think that's another reason we wanted to start this podcast. And, you know, I started a separate group called Expanders Club with a group of women. It is really to just be a place and a group for those moments, for those ideas, for perspective shifting conversations, for self-growth, for laughter, entertainment, inspiration. And, you know, we're really excited. We are excited to be on this journey for ourselves. We are seeing expansion every day and excited to share that journey with you guys um the good the bad the ugly the hopefully funny mostly hopefully mostly funny <laughs> mostly good um please please universe um and excited to bring you different topics different people different healing modalities all the things we have a vision for where this is going but i have a feeling it's going to turn into its own thing and we're kind of along for the ride and to share it with you all. And so 
we're excited. We're so grateful that you would take time to listen to us and spend time with us. And we'd like to welcome you to the Expanders Club. Welcome to the Expanders Club. You've been accepted. (laughs) All right. Thanks for the shares today, Mads. Um, Hopefully what we said resonated, maybe gave you some thoughts, a moment of expansion. And, um, you know, hopefully you're on this journey with us. So if you are, please subscribe. Please follow us on Instagram at Expanders Club and shoot us a message in the DMs. Let us know you're part of our community. We'd love to hear from you. We're happy you're here. Thanks, guys. This has been real. Get ready for more vulnerability, laughs, cries, <laughs> cries. <laughs> Shit will get real. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all soon. Bye.